Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Minute after 6 p.m. in the Southland. Shit out on a cap a Friday afternoon. That weekend is about 59 minutes away for this crew, which we need it, I think. Time mm-hmm. for what you need mm-hmm. to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so Tyson Fury is claiming that the UFC has offered him a contract for a hybrid fight versus John Jones. Uh, he's been teasing this potential fight for a while now, and, of course, Dana White inserted himself into the conversation when he said, hey, come on, let's make this happen, let's do it. But instead of it being a UFC fight, like I said, Fury is saying that it's going to be a hybrid fight of MMA and boxing, and that's the type of contract that he's been offered. Beto, you especially. What 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 is even is a hybrid fight? Uh no clue what it is. And <laughs> you know what it is? Not enough money for him to do that. Because if he wants to make a lot of money, he would fight Anthony Joshua and sell out the O2 Arena or sell out Wembley, sell out whatever it is. But just another chance for Tyson to keep his name out there. Blah, 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 blah. Ooh, yeah, I blah, think blah, 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 blah. A See, lot of nothing. Because, I mean, Jones said that he would box Fury, and Fury said that he would fight Jones in the UFC. So, like, <laughs> how I don't just don't, I guess I just don't know how this would look. Yeah. They're both looking to make a lot of money. I, I mean, I'd watch it no matter what the situation is. I'd watch it. That one I actually would potentially, like, dive into. I just because I'd if be they curious. They were both boxing each other? Like, if it was a boxing match? Well, but I'd, it, be, I'd be curious on that one. Oh, no. In a boxing match, Fury will kill him. Right. Uh, no, if it's a hybrid match. Right. Yeah, but, but I mean, but if, again, what right. does that mean? Like, we don't right. know. Right. The if they're going to be able to do both, like yeah. the disciplines at different times, like alternate rounds or something, I'd oh, watch that. Geez, yeah. Can't do that. It's like going back to the original UFC where guys were in the right. keys and other guys were yeah. like, like Tank Abbott style or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'd take that. Love Tank Abbott. Yeah. All right. That is what you need to know brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Um, all right, Cappy. By the way, the circle of trust went nuts when uh, we found out that Brian was uh, from San Diego. Jeez. Did they really? It was an explosion uh, for really? a minute there. He has no yeah. idea what he's gotten himself into. Oh. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy, though. Yeah, he's he a nice guy. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to be the ambassador? You can take over Crypto Ray, Brian. Oh. <laughs> By the way, Crypto Ray tweeted a picture of you and Key with uh, little Cappy. Yep. That's right. There he is. Little Cappy and, and Little Key. Cappy's nothing like little Key, though. Okay. Really? No. Jesus. <laughs> little Key carry his puppet? Or does Big Key carry his <laughs> oh Little Key gosh. puppet? Oh, Jesus. Stop. Well, I don't know. I don't. I didn't see him with a puppet. <laughs> you know, I didn't know if he did ventriloquism. I, I mean, okay, we're moving on. Uh, Lanker trade talk, <laughs> please. Here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just want to say something, though. You know, you're giving this kid, Brian, a lot of credit for running yeah. our, our board today. Yeah. yeah. And I really felt like a jerk earlier because Lindsay wrote us an email. She's like, hey, Brian's going to be running the board today. He's filling in for Laura. And, like, you know, I really wanted to reply all, okay, like, I don't know Brian. Who's Brian? Well, you're but not I, here, he's so. New. Yeah, I didn't want to, like, I, so I acted like, okay, cool, great. That, that's a good thing, Cappy. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Yeah. But I just didn't want to be a jerk about it. Like, I don't know this guy. No, I don't think we've ever actually met in person. All right. No. Well, you, First time okay. I saw him was yesterday. So, all right, well, we'll have to hook it up, Brian. Yeah. yeah. You're just You'll mad because you don't in. know San Diego people. You thought everybody in San Diego knows all about you, Cappy, and that's yeah. what it is. I mean, come on, Brian. Wait, don't you know who let's I am? ask him. Do you, have you heard of Scott Kaplan outside of this radio station? I have when I was uh, down in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you okay, go. You got him. Were you a fan of his? Ooh, I think he was working at a different radio station. So, Oh, you were at the competition? Yeah, oh. I believe so. Did you How think he was, was Billy this? Ray Smith? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think he was Steve Hartman? <laughs> no. You think he was Ted Leitner? <laughs> oh, I, I actually did work with Ted. I, I was in 97. Three, so, yeah. Are you an undercover Chatlin? <laughs> oh, thanks. You, know you don't know what You don't know what that means? No. That. You don't yes. know what a Chatlin is? No. Ah, okay, there you go. Okay. He's, he's, he's our guy. guy. Yeah, he's, he's our guy. Chatlin. That's good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, Cappy. So, Woj, we were talking about the stuff, the priority stuff with the Lakers. So, everyone's asking, all right. Are they going to try to build this thing again with like a third star or are they going to try to build this out uh, with what they've got? And, you know, a, a few small additions here and there. 
So Woj is here to eliminate one of those possibilities. Possibly. Let's listen in. There's no big game hunting out there for this Laker organization. In this league right now, with a new collective bargaining agreement, you can't really pay three max contracts, three superstars, and expect to have any depth on your roster. It's going to look a lot the same, but think about a team next year that goes the entire season with Hachimura, with Reeves as your starter. You know, they've got a chance to be very, very competitive in the West with a healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis. No more stars. No third superstar. No, no big three. I, I feel like when D'Angelo Russell got here, people started going, well, there's a new big three. Well, well is there? you're, you're going to pay him. I mean, if he wants a raise, you're going to be paying him close to for, you're going to be paying him max level money for his age range. I have a question. If the, the new CBA had not gone into effect, would they be able to get a third big max contract kind of guy in the old CBA? You're saying if they wouldn't have made it so punitive? Yes. I mean, I'm Is that sure what you're that... you're saying, Lindsay? You're saying that they made it so punitive? Exactly. Gotcha. They, I mean, the fact that it's it's pretty bad, like, if you, it's almost in essence, Ramona has talked about this already before here, like, it's basically a hard cap because when you go over the second apron, like the second tax threshold, not only are you getting crushed financially, but you're also being crushed in your maneuverability in the front office. You can't sign a buyout guy. The following year, you can't use the exemptions. Like, that's hard. Like, that's crippling for a, a minute. So, yeah, a lot of teams will be terrified of that cap because of not just the financial stuff, but the way it impedes your progress when it comes to putting a team on the floor. Wow, and you say you're not a capologist. I mean, come on. That is I mean, capology I, I know the right basics, there. but that's... I don't know. That's like basic stuff. Like, I don't know, like, the ins and outs of the money. I love that you want that so badly to be like a drop that we play and you just right. do it yourself. Right. <laughs> Nobody will play it for me. Because <laughs> it's not that funny, Cap. No, it's great. But it's here's great. the thing. If you're going to pay D'Angelo Russell, let's say he gets a raise of like $5 million to $35 million. Do you know who made $35 million this past season? James Harden. Oh, my like, God. But that, but that's kind of my point. Like, well, how about Devin Booker? What do you think Devin Booker made this year? I don't know. I'd have to look. Uh, uh, but I'm telling you, I think it's. I'm going to take a guess. It might be in well, the 30 young. to 40 range. He, 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 you know? He's young, so he's probably still making in that range. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I don't think that's too far off. So here it is, Devin Booker. Yeah, tell me. Last year made 36 million dollars. Yeah. No, so no, I'm sorry, 30, 33, 33, okay. eight. So, so yeah, not that. too far off. Right. Not so think about that. You're, Devin Booker's making 33 million. D'Angelo Russell made 31 million. Do you suppose that Devin Booker is $2 million better no. than D'Angelo Russell? He's way better. <laughs> right. Like He's like $20 million better, wouldn't you say? For sure. Right. Yeah. So that's like, like, I know that you know players get as much as they can, and teams will pay what they can, blah, blah, blah. But, but if the you're the Lakers, is, you have to be more judicious about right. it. Right. If you're the Lakers, you're like, hey, look, this year coming up is it. Because one of two things could happen. LeBron could either opt out after the following year, mm -hmm. or he could retire next right. year. Right. This either, season, two of the three options are not great. Right. This season coming up is the last chance to dance for the Lakers with LeBron. Will they play another year together? Sure, it's possible. But do you suppose that the way he is now? Think about what he's going to be two years from now. Yeah, can you give me that? It's le the last chance dance thing you just did one more time. It was very dramatic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. I wanted to rack you, but you kept right, going. Right. This is the last rack chance to dance. I was going to ask if you oh, put but that you on like a did a Peter Brady there. What happened? Yeah, yeah, oh, I don't know. Brian, know. you're from San Diego. You know about racking calls. I have heard that before. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have heard that before. Yes. <laughs> Show me your lightning bolt. Cappy, did you get that printed on a T-shirt? Is that why you keep saying it? Last chance to dance. Yeah. No, it's actually a, uh, Cappy. It's, there, that is a good T-shirt idea. Last is, chance to dance. But you know, you know whose phrase that is. I can't take that. You oh, know, you I mean, I, I use it. That's I borrow it. Stop you. It's Jimmy Nance. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. It's Gus Johnson. Oh. Oh yeah. No. It's a Gus Johnsonism. No. Yeah. yeah, we respect Gus. Yeah. But, so, George, I have a real question. If you're. Oh sure. How so? Or I guess Cappy, because you gave these to John. How <laughs> safe are they to take with oh. how many number of cocktails? So here's what I would do. You're looking to sleep eight hours, right? I would be nice. Okay. 
Here's what I would do if I were you. Yeah. Hey, Cappy, hold on real quick. Chris is holding it mm-hmm. and like eyeing it like mm-hmm. in love, but also mm-hmm. scared. I'm a little scared. Okay. Scared. You're scared. You'll be fine. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Yeah. Two cocktails, Max. I want you to be ready to be in bed. Lights out. Shades drawn. 10 p.m. is is lights out. You feel you me? You want me to make it to 10? Yeah, and here's what I want you he to do. He wants to be out well before that. I want to be no, out no, by 8.15. No, no, no. Bad, bad. You got to stay up till 10. You're going to sleep eight hours. You're going to wake up at 6. 10 to 6 is reasonable. 8.15 to 4.15, no go. Okay. So how am I going to make it till 10? Here's what you're no, going to do. No, just fall asleep when you fall asleep. No. Yeah. Here's, here's what you're going to do. But he wants to be out there early tomorrow anyway. So Wednesday want... ain't going to pick me up at 4. I want you to I want Wait, you I was going to gonna take... say, set your alarm now so you don't forget later. What time do you want to be picked up tomorrow? Wednesday will pick, pick me up at 7, 7.30. 7. Okay. 7.30, yeah. 10 p.m. is lights out, 6 a.m. is wake up. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take the gummies at 9.15. So go have a drink. No, Chris. No, just one of them, though, not two of them. Go, go have a glass of red wine. Is that what you're going to have tonight? I was going to probably go tequila. Okay, so Chase have two, the dragon. Is that Mandala. Two tequilas. Oh, that's something else. Tonight. And at 9.15, two gummies. Two gummies? Two gummies. Five no, milligrams Chris. each. I think Chris, five milligrams each. I think, how about, but how about just two cocktails, one gummy? Tell me how many milligrams the gummies are. I don't know. You gave them to John. I know, but me. they're on they're on the box. I don't have the box. He I gave me oh, gummies one, like he's. Oh, oh, he's just giving me two to get me started. Then, the next ones I got to pay for. No, take no, two. No, I think they're like twenty a piece. <laughs> no, they're happens. not twenty a piece. Gateway I think they're ten gummies. a piece. <laughs> okay, so ten. Don't take twenty, Chris. No. Yeah. All right, two Chris, tequilas. Don't do it. Two tequilas, one gummy. Lights out, but hey, it's yeah. Important. That's 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 the. But way what if I'm what if I'm if you want me to stay up till ten? That could be like four tequilas. The gummy. St- no, no, you no. You have to take no. it at 9.15. you got to take it 45 minutes before you want to go to sleep. Four more tequilas, half a gummy. you got to do no, more no, no. than 45 minutes. 45 minutes. It, night, it could man. take 45 minutes just to hit you, Chris. Right. Two tequilas, one gummy, 9.15 gummy, 10 p.m. lights out. No, no. Chris, do this. Take the gummy 90 minutes before you want to go to sleep. How so- many tequilas can I- You guys know me, and you want me to stay up till 10? <laughs> okay, two tequilas, two gummies. Uh, split the difference. 75 minutes before you want to go to bed. Okay, so an hour and 15 minutes, take the gummy, then start having two cocktails. You'll be fine to go to bed. Yeah, but then the only problem is that if lights out is going to be at 10 o'clock, you're not going to start drinking until like 9. I don't know. He's drinking at 701. I'm drinking at 701. Right. That's that's the issue. So you're going to talk about four tequilas to get me till 10. No, no, no. Four tequilas. That's too much, too. Yeah, no good. No good. You're so tired. You're just going to pass out no matter what. And then I'll wake up at 3 a.m. That's the problem. Nah, you'll be fine. What if I just. You're exhausted. What if I just go uh, puff, puff? Puff puff works. Depends on what you're puffing. Yeah, it's faster. Yeah, Depends, just, what, it's faster. I can control it. Yeah, but what are you puffing on? What do you mean? Right. You got to make sure you got the right product. Okay. Indica. Indica. Come all right. Flour. Yeah, flour all the way. Wait, what do you? No, you'd be, he's gonna puff a gummy. No, it's just making sure that he knows what he's puffing on. You know? <laughs> it's I mean, Friday. Yeah, it <laughs> is Friday, Beto. I ain't going. I ain't going something stronger. I don't do that. Yeah. All right. Cappy, coming up next. <laughs> yeah. Your boy Brock Purdy is back. Mm-hmm. Rising the charts, as they say. Mm-hmm. And then Sean McVay with some bold words on Matthew Stafford. We'll get to that. Derek Carr, your boy. Tom Brady, your boy. All in the news. That's all coming up in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> Coder after 6 p.m. in the Southland. Happy Friday. This one's for Tommy Tommy. Listening in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Barrio Logan. Yeah. 
James and Bobby Furify, the old homeboy song, and the homegirls out there listening, getting ready for a, a big Friday night, cruising. Shit, I don't cap your Friday afternoon. They're dedicating this in Escondido, not La Jolla. <laughs> Maybe you listen on Magic 92.5. Maybe. <laughs> you know Brian Down. All you listen to the, the homegirls shout oh, yeah. you out on Magic 92.5. That's a good one. Uh, get, get your Sharpies out. Hi, <laughs> <Ay>, mijo. <laughs> uh, so, wait a minute. Five tequilas, you said. No. A hot no. shower. <laughs> and then a gummy. <laughs> the key to all of this is taking the gummies. I'm not taking well the gummies. You guys, well gummies are so scared. Going to sleep. We're just going to go flour. Okay. All right. Flour That's fine, fine then. Yes. That's fine. Because it happens quick. Yes. Yeah. But my TV's not working in the room. It like what? won't switch. Yeah. So I got to tell the front desk to check that out while I'm at the Nixio Lounge. Otherwise, yes. beautiful room, though. Yeah. I was surprised by how nice the room is over at the East Central. Yeah, he's upset. You know, can't see Three's company. You know what? I'll tell you something <laughs> else, Chris. Chris. I'll tell you something else. Besides the, the pictures of the gummies I sent you earlier yeah. that I've already packed in my bag, I just got some new stuff I'm going to put in my bag right here for you. Farmer and the Felon. These are Indica pre-rolls. I think I'm that's a movie I once watched. <laughs> 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 got these for you. In fact, if I can't sleep, I might put that one on. <laughs> I don't know if you're the farmer or the felon. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, good night, everyone. <laughs> What's going on with the Lakers, Jared George? No Lakers. <laughs> Brock Purdy. <laughs> You tell me, <laughs> Petros and Money are doing this kind of fun right now at 618 oh. your Friday oh. afternoon. So dead me out. Go ahead and listen to somebody else since you don't like what we're doing. Oh, my God. Brock Purdy, Cappy. Oh, God, really? Yeah, your boy. <laughs> your boy, Brock Purdy. Ranked number one on the NFLPA veteran list of rising stars. Yeah, I read that. I was pretty surprised by that. Yeah. Because, cause, you know, there's like a part of me that – wonders if Brock Purdy had like this magical rookie season that ended unfortunately with a bad injury yeah and <laughs> right you're hurt at that point like you got to make some noise in the postseason but you're hurt you know <laughs> and I just wonder if Brock Purdy had he had he gotten through the season healthy even if the the 49ers had lost uh, and didn't make it to the Super Bowl and he gotten uh he was still healthy I'd say Brock Purdy is an up-and-coming rising star. I'm I'm questioning yeah. whether or not the 49ers are like, well, wait a second, we got right, out of him everything. Of the injury. We, right, we got, but we got everything we need. He's a, the last pick in the draft. He helped us get to the postseason. Aren't we going to go back to our original first-round draft choice quarterback? Give him the benefit of the doubt? I mean, I think they're all going to compete, you know, at some point or another. Now, Purdy, I don't know what his availability will be sooner rather than later, but we still got time. Um but, I mean, doesn't I, I, that surprise you? Number one rising yeah, well, star? Yeah, according to the Players Association. But the they're going to compete. I don't know if Purdy's going to be available, but you'll have um, Sam Darnold, right? Obviously, he's there now, and he's mm -hmm. going to compete for the job. And mm -hmm. he had, like, here's the thing with Sam Darnold. He's never really put more than, like, three or four games that are good back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back yet in the, in, in the NFL. And we saw that a little stretch of it last year. When the Panthers fired their coach and they got a new coach and Steve Wilkes uh, as an interim and Darnold played better down the stretch. Just ran the ball better. Um, they played great defense. So, you know, does Sam Darnold, is that basically, here's the question for you. Is the Niners roster, which is clearly, in my opinion, Sands the quarterback, the best roster in the NFL. Okay. Is that roster so good? that you can literally plug anyone in there and they're going to be a playoff team? Well, um, I would say that Sam Darnold, given you know where he played college ball, where he was drafted, the number of years in the league, the multiple teams he's played for, the adversity he's had to deal with. The tons of interceptions. But I would just say that, that he, I, I wouldn't give up on him quite yet. I wouldn't either. I, I'm bullish on him, at the very least, as someone who can play in the league. I don't know if he's going to be your starter forever, but at least someone who's going to stick around the league for a little while. Well, well let me put it this, this way. You know who I, who I think of when I think of him? Tell, uh, if, if we're going to say the same guy, let's say it at the same time. You ready? All right, hold on. I, when I say three, after three, just say yep. it. Okay. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Jimmy Chad Garoppolo. Henny. Oh. <laughs>
I think more like backup version, but like really, really good backup where you can win a playoff game kind of thing. I was thinking like his ceiling would be like a Garoppolo. Oh no, and, I wasn't talking about ceiling. I was talking about what his career ends up becoming. Yeah, but what could if put it this way? If but Jimmy if he Garoppolo, could be, if he's mobile, Chad Henney, like that's not a terrible career to have. But I would say this: if Brock Purdy isn't ready, right, and if Trey Lance isn't ready which who george kittle said the other day that he looked good in minicamp or whatever i I would say that uh sam darnold is a reliable player to start games um lindsey what was the name of the quarterback this past year for the cleveland browns while they were waiting for deshaun watson what was that kid's name oh um Uh, um, he played for the patriots and the dolphins what's the kid's Um, name Brissett. yeah jacoby Brissett. jacoby Brissett. jacoby Brissett can play He's not right. a superstar, correct? But, but he can play twelve games for you, right? And and he can. That's Sam you know, Darnold. He, yeah, he'll keep you in games. That to me is Sam Darnold, right? But you know, Jacoby Brissett was playing with the Browns, not the Niners, who, in my opinion, again, clearly have the best roster in the sport without the quarterback. Well, I don't know. About, yeah, I don't know if it's clear. I don't know if it's like blatantly obvious that they're oh, so much man. better than. I everybody mean, they else. just took a seventh round pick out of Iowa State and dragged them to the NFC title game. Who had an amazingly magical rookie season. He had, he had, right. He had moments where he was able to throw it down the field, which was more than his predecessor did. So I get that. He took more chances, but that's still an insane thing to happen. Incredible thing. Incredible. Tom Brady happened a couple of years into the league. That, you know, that's not, hey, my rookie year as a seventh round pick. Right. I'm playing in the NFC title game. No, it's as, it's as unlikely as uh, an undrafted free agent becoming an MVP at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And those stories do happen on rare occasions. Yeah. yeah. Cappy, uh, dealer's choice, we should get to that. Um, maybe before big deal or no deal or after or we go through big deal or no deal quick and then do it after because we were pro- supposed to do it here and we forgot. Yeah, the thing is, is this. This is the kind of story that... Um, so let's just do it in the next segment and then we can do big deal or no deal after. We can do a shortened version of that. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's the right content for before Big Deal or No Deal. It might be okay. better after Big Deal or No Deal. Well, we have a guest. I have though. an idea. How about we do Big Deal or No Deal as planned, and <laughs> then we do Dealer's Choice. And since the last segment is really long, we'll call him at the end. Mm. How about if we call Hercules at the beginning, see how things are going, and then if we and then get we out do it, it at the end. Okay, yeah, then, yeah, right. I like I like that. We because this is call- now becoming like the X-rated version. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Are we talking about Farmer and the uh, Foreman or whatever? Farmer and the Felon. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. Farmer and the Foreman. That was yeah. a sequel. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah, it's a different one in the series. Yeah. So take the gummy now and have two tequilas right now. Correct. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'll be asleep by seven in the studio. Hey, you look Cappy, cute, You look good. Cappy, real quick. Yeah. Um, Sean McVay said Matthew Stafford on his health night and day from 2022. I'll buy that. I think, listen, the NFC stinks, man. I think they have a shot at making the playoffs. I know you may think I'm nuts, but I think that they're an eight. They can be an eight or nine win team. If you can get to nine in the NFC, you can be in the playoff picture. Mm. Uh, we'll see. I mean, listen. Let, let's let's presume for a moment that Matthew Stafford plays all 17 games. Mm-hmm. If that happens, maybe you got a chance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if he doesn't, then no, I then would they're say probably a four win team again. You probably don't have much shot. Although, I guess the, uh, the word on the street was that out at Rams camp, uh, Stetson Bennett, oh, the rookie yeah. quarterback out of Georgia, he's apparently like 35 he's impressing. years old, bro. Yeah, he's, imp- he's impressing <laughs> Sean McVay. He's like Chris Wenke, but small. <laughs> he's impressing but Sean McVay. I thought McVay. we want Caleb. I thought we want Caleb. Yeah, that's why you let Stetson play. Oh, well, no, yeah. Right, if you let Stetson play, you're definitely getting Caleb. I don't know. You guys underestimate a guy who's won back-to-back national championships at an SEC school. He's barely taller than I am. So what if he's barely taller than you? What the hell? That's going to be your NFL quarterback? Good luck. Drew Brees is about the same size. Not 190 pounds, though. Yeah, pretty much. Come on. Drew Brees had at least a big tuchus. Yeah, he did. Mm Mm-mm. He had a big tuchus. Drew Brees shows up at our radio station. And an amazing defense, by the way. No, people know Drew Brees. No, no, what I mean is... Well, especially early Drew Brees, because he had had the mole. Right, the body. You you just don't like him because he played for the Chargers. No, no, I love him. What are you talking about? I love him. I love Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. One of my faves. Mm -hmm. Love Drew Brees. Mm. But... uh, As Laura would say. "Mm." Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're basically saying he's going to be the outlier. 
Yeah, I'm saying that that certain guys don't have the body type, but they do have the heart. And Stetson Bennett is the kind of guy oh to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, for real. I literally almost <laughs> threw up in my mouth when you Why? said that. You mean that's Why? me, better? <laughs> Why? Well, you said some guys have the body type. Some guys have the body type. Some guys heart. have the heart. What is this? A, a, you know, like a Sunday <laughs> night body movie of the week? Well, like, is this, you like, notice, what is this? You, well, here's the thing. You, you know his story, right? Yes, Cappy. I follow college football. I understand who he is. Okay, so then you don't think that that's a guy who has played bigger than his body? Let me explain something to you. In college football, you can Matt Leinert sat there and didn't get touched in college, okay? And he was a way more talented quarterback than Stetson Bennett, then got into the NFL and got ravaged, okay? And he was, he was one of the best college quarterbacks in the history of the sport. Yeah, but Matt Leinert would sit here and tell you he wasn't like a world-class athlete, and I'm not telling you that Stetson Bennett is, and but, he's not either. He can, but he can move. Stetson Bennett can actually move. He can scoot? Not like your boy Scoot, Scoot, whatever that guy's name is, but Scoot, Scoot? Yeah. Scoot Henderson? Yeah, him. <laughs> oh, no, he ain't scooting like Scoot Henderson. <laughs> yeah. But he, but he can move. Listen, I'll, I'll, all I'll say is this, George. Mm-hmm. I heard the same thing about Breeze. Too short no. to play. No, Brees was the Cappy. Drew Brees stop. fell out of the first round, and people were like, "I can't believe he fell out of the first round." I'm telling he you, he was guys the first right pick now. in the second round. Cappy, he's 25. Right, so Drew Brees is, was not 25. He was, yeah, he was 22. What does that have to do? He's with 25 that's in college a big for difference. a reason. Yeah, wait, that's a wait, big difference wait, as far as being a prospect. But guys, look, all I'm saying to you is this: that when you're a kid who's been told you cannot. Yes, okay, and he's going to overcome. He's going to be the Disney movie kid, of the week. And you're a kid it, yes. that has ah. to go from your yeah. dream to a junior oh, college and bounce go. around. Get that violin. Then, hey, listen, Beto, you, you got a kid Cappy, that's going to go play college basketball, against right? playing 19-year-old college freshman, right? He's supposed to do that. He played college for seven yeah, years. Exactly. So, but wait, he but, knows but why, this. But he didn't even graduate. But wait a second, I have a question. Figure that out. Wait, hold on, hold on. Kenny Pickett. Last year, who was the first-round pick of the Steelers? Uh-huh. Same story. Uh-huh. Same story. And he, he played college football round... for like six six years. First-round pick. he was like pick. 24 years old. First-round pick, right? First-round pick. Right. Yeah. yeah. So why does Stetson Bennett say Wait, wait, so hold on. Why are you talking Stetson Bennett on I'm not Friday talking night? about Stetson like Bennett as a, as a starter. I'm just saying that, that according to his coach, Sean McVay, who, George, you think is some brilliant coach. What is, Sean Mc, what is he Sean going McVay to say? What do you mean, what is he going to say? What, what is he going to say? He's gonna, he can't be honest and go, yeah, no. he's, he's a rookie. He's doing okay. Instead, he was like, no, I'm pretty impressed with what I'm seeing so far. Right, because the 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 threshold <laughs> is low is my point. I'll take my scouting eyes and what I've seen oh. over yours. You're I'm, untrained. I'm, going, I'm going with my gut today over your gut. There's You're no okay. Okay, what, we've already We've already tried this once. What's the over-under and how many years he's in the league? You can uh, set it. Which one? USFL? No, no, or? no. Be, uh, Bennett. How many years, Cappy, is he in the league? Stetson Bennett, six, seven years. No good? How much? Two years? One year? Not make it? Six or seven is a long time. Well, I mean, listen, the average, the average guy is going to make it three, four years, and I could see this guy being a career backup quarterback. He could be, what was that kid's name that was with the Chargers last year? Guy's been like 15 years oh, as a backup quarterback. Yeah, Chase, McDa- Chase Daniels. McDaniel. Chase, Daniel. Chase Daniels. That guy's been in the league 15 oh, Daniel, years. Sorry, yeah. yeah, 15 years. He never played. Yeah. No, that's a good gig. It's a great gig. If yeah. I were Stetson Bennett, that's the gig I want. Hey, Matthew Stafford, stay healthy. Yeah. But I, I would give this guy a chance. And I don't mean to start. I just mean don't just give up yeah. on him because he's 25 and, and short. Chance, Chase Daniel also has a tuchus. Just wondering, <laughs> weren't we supposed to be like moving on time so we could fit everything in? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's big, deal, no deal. big deal, no deal next. Uh, but first, Cappy, tell him about Yamava. Oh, oh, geez. oh, that's a good idea. Why don't we do that? Why don't we yeah. do that? I will do that. Hey, look, um, yesterday, George, I went into this uh, trial of the century and mm-hmm. I thought to myself, you know what I should do? Mm-hmm. I should put on some new Jordans, mm-hmm. you know, and see how it goes. You know, I kind of went in like warrior mentality, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, when I came out, the right shoe felt really, really good. And left shoe kind of hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, SoCal's number one casino is celebrating the same guy, the GOAT. Six rings, five-time MVP, the shrug, the flu game. You know who I'm talking about. The only one. The guy we were talking about earlier sold his team, MJ. Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel giving you the chance to walk on air with the ultimate prize package of up to $500,000 in prizes. We did it in May. We're going all the way through June. Your chance to win a PSA 10 MJ rookie card, 
the iconic sneakers I was talking about I was rocking yesterday, and free play at Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel. Hey, it's Friday, everybody. You're thinking about what you're going to do this weekend? Come on out to Yamava. Y-A-A-M-A-V-A, Yamava.com for the details. you got to be 21. Please gamble responsibly, and you are a winner at Yamava. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.34 6.34 in the Southland. Big deal or no time. Big, big deal or no deal time on Shinada and Cap Friday afternoon. Take it away, Shinada. God, it's so Take small it away, market. Jeez. What? <laughs> Jeez, he just so called small. you small market. So small market. I'm the king of the small market. Get him, Cappy. Get like him, Cappy. Well, get him. You know what? On, Show him how those done. gummies. Did you take those gummies already? Have no. you already started with the tequila? No. No. We need All right. to. All right. Take it away, Shinada. Take it away, Linz. All right, so Deion Sanders may have to have his left foot amputated, according to University of Colorado doctors. Mm. Primetime shared the news in a video on his YouTube channel, the pregame show earlier this week. Amputation is a possibility due to blood flow issues in Sanders' foot, according to his medical team. He has struggled with blood flow in his left foot and previously had two toes amputated. He also referenced not having feeling on the bottom of his foot and is aware of the risks involved. So I guess his vascular surgeon said that he could lose the foot as part of the risk in fixing the pain. So, kind of a big deal, losing your foot and all. If you guys had to lose one of your hands or one of your feet, which would you choose? Oh my God! Well, definitely a hand over a foot if I had to choose. Really, you know? really, really, hand really? Over yeah, foot. I feel really? like it's a tough. It's very, very tough. I mean, call. Jim Abbott like was an incredible pitcher with one hand. For God's sake, like you need to be able to walk. Well, you can walk with like. Yeah, get There's a guy, yeah, Oscar Pistorius walks just fine. I don't no, know, No, actually, man. he doesn't. He sits in a jail cell, you know, in South he, Africa. Wow, Lindsay, really? He did. He walked, he, <laughs> he competed in races. He ran really it fast It was a two-part 30 for 30. Yeah. That doesn't change the fact that he was able to still I, run and compete at a high level. I, I mean, <laughs> turn the mic off. <laughs> Since we're making that reference, you know, tomorrow's the anniversary of the OJ chase, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, anyway, it's a tough call, though. I mean, it, I guess it depends on how good those prosthetics are. But, I mean, I'd have to look into that, do some research beforehand. But um, You could cover up your foot, too, with a shoe. I guess. All right. You know what I'm going to do, George? You, remember, the question is you got to lose one. Right hand, left hand, right foot, left foot. Yeah. Cha-cha I'm losing, now, y'all. I'm losing, le- <laughs> I'm losing left hand. Okay. I'm losing left hand. All right. How about you? Um, depends how good the prosthetics are, but if I was losing one, I'd also lose left hand. Beto. Yeah, left hand. I don't need it. Oh, I definitely need it. <sighs> Just no, I do. I mean, I like, I, I like to, you know, catch the ball in my glove with my left hand. Then, you know, then throw it with my right. Chris, where, how, how do you, uh, wait on this here? <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm responding to Tim in the OC. Would you rather lose one of your hands or one of your feet? <laughs> I think one of your hands, I think. Makes the most sense. I would rather lose one of your I mean, feet. You're on a, hey. You're on. You sprain your ankle. You can't even move. Yeah. Hey, if you don't have good prosthetics, you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. L- listen yeah. to this. Listen to this story. Which is, t- which is not easy to deal with. It's, it's just a foot, though. It's not your whole leg. It's just no, a no, foot. No, no, but still, still <laughs> just a foot is, is not a small. No, it's foot. just a. Yeah, yeah, listen, I broke. I broke my foot a week before prom, and guess what? I still wore four inch heels to prom. No, you Damn. didn't. No, hundred percent. I have pictures to prove it. You could see the softball growing on my foot. But you didn't move. If oh, yeah, you were if you had to eliminate the foot though, you couldn't wear heels for anything, unless you had a prosthetic. Wait a minute, are you trying to say that a foot is better than a hand? I personally would rather chop off one, my left foot than I would either of my hands. Uh, okay, I mean so I text, drive, and eat with one hand. So I'm good. L- l- let me tell you guys a quick story. A buddy of mine lives in TJ. <laughs> lives in this apartment complex. This is a great start. This is no listen. This is bad. <laughs> this is really bad. no no better. It's very- no, Beto, it's bad. Really bad. I'm not joking around. It's bad. There's a buddy of mine who's a mechanic, right? Lives in TJ. He told me this story. He, he ate fish for dinner. He flipped the fish bones over his balcony to feed the kitty cats on the street. The fish bones got caught on an electrical wire. He oh, took no. like a branch or something, and he went to touch the fish things. 
to get him on the Dude got electrocuted. My man got electrocuted. He's been in the hospital for six weeks. Lost his right hand. You're only supposed to use wood. Yeah, I was like, dude, what the hell, man? And he called you to tell you this? Well, he, I've known him for a while. And, you know, he, he got a hold of me, and my God, I, I was helping got, him with, like, a GoFundMe, he dude. Didn't, I was, he didn't realize that the tree branch would conduct electricity? I mean, dude, no, I don't know, dude. just throwing the grease over. <laughs> I mean, Cappy, I yeah. did you see pictures? Um, I haven't, to be honest. So I he's not. asking for money for a GoFundMe, but you haven't seen pictures? <laughs> Cappy. I mean, I know better you think I'm pretty naive, but come on. <laughs> Come on. You're going to make up a story about throwing fish over your balcony, landing on a, <laughs> on a I mean, and then getting electrocuted and losing your right hand all because you want somebody to help you raise money for something that didn't really happen? I wouldn't, but I would make it up and tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's let's have Cap go out there and raise a bunch of money in a GoFundMe. Because you're the Just, only one who would believe stuff like right. that. Well, not only that, I'm the, also the guy that would go out and, and do the, the, the GoFundMe. Okay, is it in on El Face? Have you seen it? Is it on Facebook? No, El Face. What do you mean by that? That's Facebook in Spanish. Oh. In El Face. If it's not in El Face, it didn't happen. Okay, got it. You know, let me send him a text and ask him if he can send me a picture. Yeah. Wait. If oh, he, no, you if can't he, do that. If he doesn't teach you, you better be sending him a WhatsApp. Oh, yeah, WhatsApp what's app. Yeah. WhatsApp. Actually, we, we use uh, Instagram. Instant oh, yeah, Messenger. Insta DM. Okay, has mm-hmm. he posted it on Instagram? I'm big in the DMs. I don't think so. Mm, so you, you think a guy should send a, put a picture on Instagram Man, of, his, of his everything. burnt off hand? You, if you <laughs> sprain your ankle, oh, fighting through, warrior. <laughs> All right, I'm checking on him right now. All right, what's next, Lynn? Okay, we'll do last one here so we can get to our guest. Uh, Logan Paul wants to win all of the championships, but there's a slight problem. On a mm. recent episode of his podcast, Impulsive, uh, Paul spoke to UFC middleweight champion Israel Adesanya. He revealed his secret goal and why he thinks that he'll probably never achieve it. I had this idea one day. I said to myself, I don't think there's ever been a simultaneous WWE, UFC, and boxing champion at the same time. I said to myself, I could probably do WWE. I Barry, think I could do it. I think so. Boxing is one of the like lower tier. There's a hundred different like like who what is you a real boxing yeah, yeah, championship I know, I know. nowadays? Hey. I ran into a problem with the UFC championship. Why? Because you, <laughs> you got the belt. I'm not yes, doing uh, it. So, obviously, he'd be in the same weight class as Izzy, and so he doesn't think he could beat him. But let's just, you know, do a hypothetical here. Do you think that there's anyone, hypothetically, that could win all three of those belts? I, I, you know, we go back to earlier in the conversation about John Jones. Right. Like, if there's one guy who I think maybe, maybe could do it. Because he could do it in the in UFC, obviously. I think he's got the athleticism, the freaky athleticism, to be really good in wrestling. Yeah, and he's a good. He'd be a good heel. And he's good and he's like. probably got enough boxing. And he's got skill. good enough hands to yeah. be a, a a boxer in one of these like the NABF champion or something. Yeah, yeah. NABO. So, what do you guys right. think about one I'm of these guys? Of- I'm trying to think of people who have won both UFC and. Uh, I had you, this idea oops. one day. I, I said to myself, again. UFC uh, and WWE titles. Well, like that's Brock uh, what's his face, uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Right do you now. think he could box? No. No. Nah, you got to do no, that since you're a little kid. Okay. Man. You yeah. can't just pick it up and go. Yeah. All right. That is uh, big deal or no deal. Not that's radio it. tinder. That's it. Big. big deal or no deal. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next, Herc Gomez, Hercules Gomez, Team USA, ESPN soccer analyst. We'll ask him about El Tri yesterday losing again to Team USA. All the craziness that ensued after the fact and uh the hot takes about burhalter coming back as the coach uh after some committee decided they hired some committee to say hey why did you hire the coach you just uh, kind of let go let's do that guy uh all right we'll get all that and then cappy's dealer's choice i don't know hopefully. if this is going to happen today hopefully if we're quick we can do it next shit out of cap Final segment, quarter before 7 p.m. on this day in 1978. Grease, starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Premiered in theaters, Jack. <laughs> what year was this? 1978. Yeah. yeah. One of the greatest movie songs ever. Yeah. That was a year old. Frankie Valli. Just mm-hmm. without the four seasons, it's just right. Frankie Valli. Still I going like, strong. Not my favorite. I like the Ghostbusters one better because I, oh, you know, I, was, I, I didn't say it was my favorite. I just said it was one of the greatest. No, I got you. I'm with you. But you know, uh, the Ghostbusters one with Bobby Brown in 1989. Now that's more my my jam. 
There's a TV yeah. commercial now that John Travolta's in where he's singing a Grease song yeah. from way back in the day. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen it. I don't it, know what it is for, but I'm like, I can't believe John Travolta's on this commercial by singing the way, Grease songs. That can't be good advertising if we don't know the actual right. product. Like, that's not good. <laughs> we know who You're it not is. not spending the money properly. Right. And so. He's singing a song from what movie, but we have no idea what product he's endorsing. Yeah. Um, all right, Cappy, coming up here in a second. Mm. We're going to have our guy Herc Gomez on. Hercules Gomez, Team USA, ESPN soccer analyst. Uh, watch him on Football Americas. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can see his work on uh, on ESPN and ESPN Deportes. All right, so Herc is there. Herc, before we get to the stuff that transpired off, I mean, not, I guess not off, but the stuff that happened late in the match, let's talk about the totality of the match and what it means on the field, right, or on the pitch. This is now the sixth match where Mexico has not gotten a victory against the U.S. Where are we on this rivalry? That's a great question, George. Good to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. Let me just say, I am spent. Like, I've been on Latin American TV, Deportes, all day talking about this game. Like, people are upset. Mexican soccer is in turmoil. And there's a reason for that. This is the sixth straight game that they've been unable to beat the U.S. men's national team. That's the longest streak. They tied the longest streak. I was part of the original streak from 2011 to 2015, those six games. This, this rivalry seems to go in waves, but it's never felt like this. The environment has never been this toxic. And what I mean by toxic is the head coach of the Mexican national team, Diego Coca, this was his sixth game in charge. It was the first loss for Diego Coca in those six games, and people are asking for him to leave asking for him to be fired, asking for him to resign as the Mexican national team coach. A bunch of turmoil. I'll give you a sense of where this rivalry was beforehand. In the years from like 1934 to 1999, this wasn't a rivalry. It was Mexico. The U.S., in fact, in those crazy years before the 2000s, it only won, won five games. And then comes the 2000s to the present time, 23 years. In those 23 years, the U.S. has won 17, now 18, excuse me, 18 games with last night. Mexico, nine. They have dominated the rivalry, and they've done it in a way where not only are they winning, but their players are actually playing in better teams, better leagues. And the Mexican athlete, the Mexican fan that's so just football, soccer, is just ingrained in their everyday fabric and the culture is having a really difficult team, uh, time excuse me, with handling that because they've always had football. They've always had soccer. That's theirs, and they've always been – El Gigante, the giant of this region. But Hercules, you you know, you're talking about the word toxic. And um, I, I saw what happened in the stands, you know. I mean, there's videos are all over the place. Um, and I know that the, the game had to be stopped because of the fans and the things that they're saying, which, you know, it's been ruled as unacceptable you know, terminology from the fans. How much of it is the fans' fault about all this toxicity around the team? Well, what I will say is uh, it's a homophobic chant, and that's why they were being reprimanded on the field and the game was stopped. So how much of the, ch the homophobic chant is on the fans? It's 100%. It comes out of your mouth. You're a grown adult. Um, there, there's a reason. I mean, it's, it's, the year's 2023. You don't need a public service announcement to tell you to don't be homophobic in a public setting. Mm -hmm. It's just ridiculous. And the fact that you can't do it, and I know there's alcohol involved, and I know there's turmoil with the, the fans and the federation and the soccer team right now and the Mexican national team. But when it first came out, when the first chant was heard, was minute 12. Mexico was playing well at that moment. They're not losing by any means. They're not under trouble. And you still hear the chant. They've almost tried to weaponize it in a form to show the Federation their displeasure. Because CONCACAF, the region here, hasn't penalized the chant enough. They may charge the Mexican national team $10,000 here or there. But fans know that's a drop in a hat for the Mexican national team. Now, when I talk about that turmoil, when I talk about that toxicity, Fans are upset. They're tired of seeing this Mexican national team perform that way. They're tired of seeing their main rival have the upper hand. And sometimes when you're that tired and you're that frustrated, in the stands we see fights, we see just ugly scenes, we see things we shouldn't be seeing. It should be a family sport, a family affair. And that's not been the case. Listen, my brother's a, a police officer here in Vegas, and I spoke to him yesterday. He's patrolling around outside of the stadium. It's just, it's just babysitting. It's just babysitting because they drink themselves into a super because of how upset they are. So it's 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 sort of just ridiculous at this moment the amount of toxicity that revolves this Mexican national team. Because if you've ever been to a Mexican national team before, before I would say this current state of affairs, these current state of problems, 
it was just a great sense of nostalgia for the Mexican people here in the States. And it was a party and, and they would come and support their team. And they would sing and they would dance and they would cheer. And they, it was a different feeling than you feel right now. Hercules Gomez, Team USA member, MLS, uh, played in Liga MX, and, uh, and of course, ESPN soccer analyst, LA guy. Um, so let me ask you this. Because it's funny you mentioned that because I feel like the NBA is kind of going through a little of that with like the best players now being international players. And there's talk about the All-Star game like being like USA versus the world, which I think, honestly, USA would lose, um, which is which I think would be interesting. But I feel like there's some of that with, with Mexico and, and the U.S. But let me ask you this because I do want to get to this question because we don't, I know we don't have a ton of time. But <laughs> the Burhalter thing, rehiring right. Burhalter. It feels like the way I discussed it earlier is like when USC before hiring Lincoln Riley, let's say they when they fired Clay Helton, they would have hired this outside firm to be like, hey, we need to find a new head coach. And they would have said, you know what, let's just rehire Clay. (laughs) Like, am I crazy to think that way? No, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what happened. So you may be familiar with the firm. It's called Sportsology. They do a lot of NBA uh, teams as well. So they literally Greg Verhalter was not fired. Despite what most people think, uh, his contract ran out after the World Cup, and he was just on pause because of the investigation. Because of the controversy with, with, right, Gio Reyna's kid, right. Yeah, with Gio Reyna and his parents and his wife, uh, Rosalind, and everything that happened. So in this time, they hired this firm, Outside Firm Sportsology, and they brought in Matt Crocker, who Matt Crocker was instrumental and kind of revolutionized, uh, revolutionizing, excuse me, the English national team and their setup and, and kind of putting them in the path they are today. So they bring in Matt Crocker, and Matt Crocker then goes on this rigorous and extensive search for a head coach that we've been told where they do these PowerPoint presentations and they do like these ego figures and these double digit things that he was trying to explain, like to, to measure a good coach. And they come to the conclusion that the best coach was the one that you already had. So that you play sportsology and you lost six months of time and resources to come back exactly where you were already at Greg Berhalter. It just, it, it's massively frustrating for fans. I bet. All right, Herc. Well, thank you, buddy, for chiming in. I know it's been a busy day for you. Thank you for hanging out for a few minutes with us. Anything for you guys. I appreciate the time. All right, pal. See you later. By the way, Herc is a big Raider fan, actually. Um, How about brothers so during, a cop in Vegas? How about that? Yeah, during the uh, season, we should probably have him on. Yeah, his brother's about. a former UFC fighter. No way, yeah. really? Yeah, Ulysses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ulysses. I read his yeah. name. I was like, oh, this whoever you know had these kids, yeah, his, they came up with some names. Well, they're presidents. And the presidentes. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, from Ulysses. L.A. in the beginning, and now they're in Vegas, but his brother had yeah. the best uh, Instagram yeah. name. Well, no, but, but Herc lives here, has lived here in L.A. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah his brother's name was Useless Gomez. That was a great Instagram name. Yeah. Um, all right, Cappy, go. Do your thing. You got like five minutes here. Is that enough time? Uh, how much time do I have, Brian? Give me an exact number. To, <laughs> let me know. Just go, bro. All right, I'm going to just tell you guys this story. So, uh, George, as you well know. Oh, this is music underneath. Yeah. In the back of my car, as I schlep from south-south L.A. to downtown L.A., mm-hmm. I carry something in the back of my car in case of emergency, right? Mm-hmm. You know what that is? I waited three hours for this. Do you know what that is, George? What's that? I carry in the back of my car extra underpants. Right. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Just in case. We should have left, Chris. We should have left. Just in case. I'm interested. It's not too late. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, no. I, I've been hanging on for this one for sure. Uh, so yesterday, George, you know, I was getting ready for the trial of the century. You know? Mm-hmm. And I was very nervous. I know. Oh. So you brought extra underpants. So I decided to take a walk, try and kill some time. And I walked okay. and I, I sat down at a restaurant and I decided, you know what? I want comfort food. So I ordered a uh, breakfast burrito, but I asked if they could replace the bacon with chorizo. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> when you're nervous. Uh, here we go. So here I've got this extremely nervous stomach. Which is like always pretty, you know, upset. Most right, of the time. Right. And I and I usually carry extra underpants in the back of my car, but remember I'm on foot. Mm-hmm. So the only underpants I got are the ones I'm rocking. Mm-hmm. So I sit down and I have this chorizo burrito. Now, if you ever have a chorizo burrito, you know I mean it's very greasy. Yeah. I mean the tortilla turns red. 
Yeah. It's, it's just it's just <laughs> terrible for, you know, it's just, why did I eat such a thing, you know? By the way, Pepe Mantilla just texted me, not again, Cappy. Yeah. <laughs> Pepe, oh, once my you, God. Pepe, once you hear chorizo burrito, you know I'm in trouble, yeah, right? Yeah. And I put salsa on this thing, and I was eating fries with ketchup. I mean, I was just putting acid into my stomach, and I'm yeah. nervous, and I got the got chorizo it. in there. We got it, Gabacho. Let's go. Now yeah, I got to walk home. Now I got to walk home two miles. Mm-hmm. About a 35-minute walk. Okay. I'll tell you about a quarter of the way. 35 minutes for two miles? I mean, isn't it 15 minutes a mile, I'd say? Yeah, I guess. You're running out of time. Let's go. Land the plane. Come on. Well, (laughs) I'm walking home, and all of a sudden I know I'm in big trouble. Oh, boy. I'm in big trouble. And there is nothing around, man. I'm on this trail. There's, like, you know, plants and bushes and, like, you know, (sighs) stuff on either side of the trail. I don't People are walking. They're running. I mean, I can't just sneak into the bushes here. You know, and just lose it. George. George. I was walking fast. Those 35 minutes turned into about 27 minutes. Right. I picked up the pace. Yeah. I was walking hard, man. (sighs) Huffing. I got to get home. I got to get home. I got to get home. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise I'm going to lose it. Right. I will have you know Mm -hmm. that I am in excellent control. Mm-hmm. As much pain as I'm suffering from, mm-hmm. knowing that I did not have that extra pair of underpants. Mm-hmm. Pepe, I'll have you know, because I know you're listening, I made it, man, just in time. You made it home. Yeah, I made it just in time. Well, thank you. There we go. And the plane has been landed. Just barely made it. I mean, I had about 10 seconds to spare. Yeah. Okay, good, Cappy. But look, you know, Pepe was worried about you. Well, when he hears chorizo burrito, he just knows I'm in big trouble. Right. <laughs> I love how he did that. He texts me, not again, Cappy, with like the emoji of like putting your hands to your face, like with the mouth open. Like, <gasps> and, w- and when you said that, we all said it in Pepe's voice in our head. Yeah. Not again, Cappy. Oh, look, he just sent me a three clapping emojis, Cappy. Yeah, I made it. Pe- We're proud of you for yeah. making it to the bathroom. I made it. I actually made it to the bathroom. I, and, and Beto, you got to understand. No, I, I was I, I was inches I away. From pulling no. off this trail, hitting one of these bushes, no, and man. just like, hey, man, I'm sorry, no, no, but no, no, it's no, time. Gross, it's now. No. Yeah. Uh, all right, Cappy. Well, excellent work. <sighs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great to have For you back. For making it to the bathroom. Yeah, excellent yeah. work, Cappy. Nice. Great Thank to you. have you back, Cappy. I got to go. By I the way, be. quick update. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Ireland sent the label for these gummies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says, eat one and allow up to two hours to take effect. Okay. No major allergens or artificial well, how many coloring. Milligrams? THC how many five milligrams. Oh, oh take two. Take one two. per delight. One hundred milligrams total. Yeah, yeah, take two. Chris, I would, I would take it. Um, it, it's going to take you two hours to make you feel sleepy. I'm going five tequilas, one gummy. <laughs> okay. What are you, Mike no, Malone? No, You're like no, five tequilas, no, three tequilas, two gummies. Do that. Good three night, tequilas, everyone. two right. gummies. We're, we're done here. Great job, Cappy. Great job, <laughs> yeah. Lindsay. Thank you, Brian, for your help. Beto and Chris. Always a pleasure. Thank you for your contributions and your help. Uh, We will talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend.